Hello, and welcome to Whispers of Lunabelle Island. This is a horror show and may include subject matter that some listeners might find disturbing, including depictions of helplessness, drug use, and violence. If that all sounds good, then please join us. Because if these things don't scare you, then we might just discover something that does. That's good, Tanner, because I'm going to make you edit all these. I don't I, want to. <laughs> felt I always feel about good that. about nope. it. Guys, we did it. We got through the fucking intro. <laughs> and that was the part Yay. where I'm really scared, because I'm about to shot. like turn you loose on a whole... Yeah, shot. I'm going to drink half my beer. Oh. Just took a shot. Um, I'd like to shoot Uncle Dickie now. Yeah, he's dead. Shot. We got yeah, him. We nailed him. We, we killed the bad fucking, guy. He's, he's, he's toasted. <laughs> we did it. We threw him on the bottom. He's going to turn into an Eldritch Horror right after you shoot him. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, Uncle Dicky the Immortal. <laughs> <laughs> I have slumbered for millennia and millennia beneath wow. the crust of the earth. My You're name okay. you cannot speak. Now do speak that with it. an Australian accent. Yeah, that's what I was going to yeah. say. Oh. My, my I have slumbered is. for millennia and millennia beneath the earth. I'm beneath the earth, mate. Me, I have slumbered down under. <laughs> slumbered down under. Oh. <laughs> All right. So yeah, well, um, after this upheaval of a storm and a badass intro that I've been waiting forever to do, um, you guys find yourselves uh, collecting your gear. It's been, you know, kind of a bumpy last few miles uh, pulling into this. Uh, pulling into this dock, but um, Uncle Dickie, maybe with the hand of uh, a couple of you guys, manages to get this thing moored in a uh, middle of a storm that's kind of abated. There's definitely still a lot of side wind and rain going on, but it's manageable now. As um, we got close to the dock, I just jumped as soon as I could off the boat. <laughs> yeah. immediately drown. Before, before still you kind of even totally up on. to it. You're right. also like very few drunk. Feet, I'll jump across. <laughs> yeah, you guys are yeah, all you hammered. All I'm not drinking. Didn't, didn't hey, drink at all. I maybe yeah, did like four shots. You were no like, like, I'll take another. Times. I'll take another. I'll take another. You're, 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 you're gone. This was over a four to six hour period. Yeah. You got a tailwind on that storm. It's closer to four, so you're good. <laughs> tailwind. Yeah, the, so the, approximately the, 60 the fear, hours after we left port. The right. fear just sobered the shit out of you. You're like, yeah. well, I'm good. Yeah. Adrenaline will do that. Yeah. So, so if you ever need to sober up really quick, just get in a gunfight. <laughs> or a, good. a gunfight with a storm. Yeah. Fire directly at the storm. Yeah. You piece of shit. So as you guys are gathering uh, your belongings below deck, um, Uncle Dickie's down there meandering around trying to assess the damage. And um, you, if anybody's nearby in the back, there's a, a door that leads to a small engine compartment. And you can hear him back there just mumbling to himself like, eh, this isn't good. I'd like to know if did anything get cleaned up or like, how did that all go? What with the uh, with the like, goo? did that even happen? No one told what me. What do you mean? Yeah. yeah, I mean that was like oh. kind of a loose plan, and then it didn't, <laughs> so it didn't happen. It was... Yeah, but fuck him. He cleaned okay. it up. It's uh, his Scorpion, gross ass did shit. you uh, did you uh, tell him to keep his mouth shut about us, or are we just rolling with that, Geo? No, I'm not going to tell him that because you tell somebody to keep their mouth shut when they barely know you. You know what they do? They talk. It's best to be forgettable rather than hidden. 
that make mm. sense? Hmm. He'll just give you the side eye and he'll start walking up the dock. I guess uh, Ronya, after she takes a few breaths off the boat, will go back for her stuff. <laughs> I'm going to pop in that engine <laughs> compartment. Yeah, if I have a second to do so. You do. And Uncle Dickie's just neck deep in, I don't know, a bunch of engine parts that he's just kind of started disassembling. <laughs> Rip this apart. Yep. Captain Kangaroo, uh, I just had a couple more questions, man, if you uh, got a second. Yeah, looks like I'm not going to be going anywhere soon, so fire away. Ronnie will pop her head in at that point and be like, you need some help with that? Ah! <laughs> yeah, Uncle Dickie just shrugs. He's, I, I haven't even begun to assess the damage yet, but that's a nice offer, though. Maybe I'll take you up on it. For now, what did you need, uh, Mr. Scorpion? Please. Really Mr. Scorpion was my father. <laughs> right. Call me Scorpion. <laughs> it doesn't care if you introduce yourself. He's, he sees the scorpion tattoos on your neck. Yeah, uh, that stowaway you had, uh, I just wondered if you had a general description. You must have found her, right? Otherwise. No, uh, that's the embarrassing, that's the embarrassing part is I didn't even really know that I might have had a stowaway until I found her little, or there, he doesn't say her, their little nest in the corner there. Any other signs of this stowaway? Uh, you're welcome to take a look around the ship if you'd like, but that was the only thing I was able to find that was out of place. Didn't seem like she took any food. She must have hitched... Sorry, I keep saying she. Sorry, that's... They must have... They mu yeah. They must have hitched a ride back after one of my supply runs that I did, like, two days two days back. So, so two days is when you found that, right? So what was that? The, uh... 20? It was whatever 60 hours ago from right now. <laughs> <laughs> Approximately, no. but exactly 60 hours. So in the frame of this world, uh... He when did he find this according to when this person was picked up by police? So he um well he didn't find it till at, like more recently. Okay, but, so after. So it's hard to say when this specifically occurred, but um is the information you've gotten from him is that he did a supply run and it's feasible to say that she it, it's pretty reasonable to say that she definitely could have been the stowaway cuz the timeline matches up right. from when he returned from that supply run and when she was found. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 for sure. Okay. okay. And then I'm going to be like, all right. Uh, thanks for getting us here in one piece, even though that sort of kind of didn't almost happen, I guess. <laughs> Whatever. Fuck you. And I leave. Uh, uh, before you, before, struck. yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, during <laughs> that conversation, Ronnie's taking a look at what his problem is here. Um, yeah, it's going to be impossible for me to say without a couple hours of diagnosis. I know that uh, at some point it seemed to be a short in the electrical. Uh, my radio's busted all the electronics. Totally shit the bed. I'm going to be here for a while. Does it look like there's anything I could help with, like, over a shorter period of time? Not over a shorter period. It seems like this problem runs pretty deep, and if you're going to spend time helping him, it's going to take you at least a day, which... You can spend your time doing that if you'd like to, but I like to think that you probably 
Well, I'm also concerned about him being our uh, right out of here. Yeah. Is that the impression we've gotten? Um, you weren't exactly instructed on a return trip yet. You just know that you need to get here, find the Delta Green recon team, secure their evidence. If they're still alive, extract them. Um, but on that note, he uh, turns to um, turns to Scorpion as he's leaving. He says, hey, uh, before you guys leave, I almost forgot there was supposed to be or there is a uh, there's a briefcase of salts up on the bridge that I was told to give you before you left by a friend that booked this trip. Probably the director. Right. Oh, uh, the the executive producer. Right. Oh, I always get their titles mixed up. They're way yeah. above us. Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, I'll, I'll grab that. <laughs> Never heard of him. <laughs> oh, he, he's an American actor. <laughs> uh, well, actually, you should watch the Titanic. Kind of a kind of really fits this whole thing. Uh, <laughs> oh, I love he, the Titanic. He's, yeah, he's like, uh, <laughs> wait, what? You love the Titanic, but you don't know who Leonardo DiCaprio is? You're under arrest, you son of a bitch. No, I love the <laughs> actual Titanic. I've never seen the movie. Oh, but the movie's real good. Yeah, yeah. Nigh yeah. unsinkable, they've Young said. Young American guy, he like, uh, he bangs rich uh, redheaded lady on the Titanic and then it sinks and stuff and she kills him. They bang in a car and she throws her jewelry into the ocean. Yeah, rare jewelry. Some yeah. say it's still down there today. Hey, spoilers, spoilers. <laughs> ah, come on. I'm trying to watch that movie. It's like three hours fucking long. <laughs> Well, we don't know how long our trip's going to take us, so maybe once you get this fixed up, you could look us up before you go. We might be able to use a ride back. Well, I can tell you for sure that I'm definitely definitely going to be here overnight, <laughs> so if you need a place to stay, the Queen's Rock is yours. Uh, I'm going to go snag that briefcase. Oh, sorry. I, I, yeah. I don't like how that sounded. <laughs> what? The Queen's Rock is yours. It's all yours. Sink it. <laughs> well, maybe if we can't, can't find some good quarters for tonight, we'll see you again. Wouldn't mind that. Seems like there's still a little bit of tequila left. <laughs> you gonna join this time? <laughs> ah, I don't. I don't drink. Not after the incident. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. It was not Titanic. Does he actually say that? Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's three hundred years. Not three. A hundred years old. Right. I don't know, our timeline's all fucked up, so I don't know what's happening anymore. Since the actual in this universe, when did the Titanic sink? The 80s? Uh, like a couple days ago. Oh, <laughs> How's he a big fan? That's really About 60 hours. Yeah. To be fair, if the, if the Titanic was still sailing around for another, you know, what, what did it sink in like the 1990s or something? Yeah, the 1990s. Yeah, absolutely the 90s. You know, Kurt Cobain was supposed to be on the Titanic. <laughs> Some say he Crazy. was. He doesn't so, yeah, actually um, get all deep over not drinking, does he? No, I mean he def he has he has said that he doesn't drink. But I mean, like, does he say since the incident? Sure, why not? Uh, you want to talk about it, man? <laughs> eh. Well, let's just say there's a there's a reason that I had to get this boat, and. It's not a pretty one. I had a much nicer vessel before then, but she's been good to me, and he pats the engine that's in pieces. <laughs> well, I hope she continues to be, and she'll 
walk out. <laughs> if I if I had to put an estimate to it, I'll probably be shoving off around like midday tomorrow. If I can get the electronic guidance systems working again. Uh, I'll glance over what's going on here. Do I think he could get it fixed that quick? I mean, again, it's hard to say without actually, like, spending some time diagnosing it. Okay. It doesn't uh, seem like it's catastrophic. It's like, uh, <laughs> it seems like something that would be in the wheelhouse of a decent mechanic. Hopefully. And this is his boat that he's had for, like, you know, years Since now. Since the so. incident. Since the incident, <laughs> Can I use yes. my psychotherapy skill to try to get him to talk to more about it? <laughs> <laughs> if you want to, yeah. Yeah, go, go fucking crack this dude's. <laughs> I'm just gonna be like you're always still driving you can't, around it. like listen you can't keep this shit bottled up <laughs> you gotta tell somebody and it looks like you're in pain and I have 71 so okay uh go ahead and roll it 55 that crit success <laughs> oh <laughs> You got two hours there, Doc. <laughs> yeah. That was your last uh, story. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Uncle Uncle Dickie's, he's kind of like tightens up on a wrench and starts turning it a little bit harder as you're talking about this. And then, I don't know, after a minute, he just sighs and loosens his grip on the wrench and just says, uh, you know, you're probably right. I used to drink a lot. I had a woman. Loved her very fondly. Drove her away. So I spent... I spent what time I had. I thought I had left. Sailing the west coast. A little sailboat. Like a 30-foot schooner. Honestly, I never really thought I'd come back from that boat go sail off into the sunset expecting to drink myself silly somehow I'd always end up making it back that's really the long and short of it but I found what was keeping me out there on that boat waiting for whatever end was going to find me wasn't it wasn't my grief it was it was the alcohol that I was feeling it with. So, you're probably thinking you were hoping for a more exciting story, but that's really it. This is my way of this is my way of finding solace now, is helping these people out on this island, because without me they wouldn't be able to get these supplies and I find this gives me some purpose, you know? And I find that I find that if I go back to drinking, it's just all going to slip through my fingers again. So, congratulations, you really opened up Uncle <laughs> Dickie's traumatic past. He's now uh, <laughs> a worse man for it. Yep. It doesn't have really... to be interesting or anything else, of what other people can, by any other one else's standards. The story is yours and yours alone. And that's what makes it special. And I think you're a very strong person. Thank you for sharing with me. Smile cracks across his face and he looks at you. Maybe with a like little tear welling up in his eyes. Aww. <laughs> you know, 
I don't think I ever caught your name. Maya. Maya. Thank you, Maya. You're welcome. You know, doing these doing these supply runs, like I said, not a lot of tourism anymore, and I don't really talk to anybody on the island, aside from the shopkeep. Uh, it's nice to talk to somebody about this kind of stuff, so I appreciate you asking. It's nice to find people in the world who want to know you and your story. So, I appreciate you sharing it. Maybe I can tell you mine sometime. Hey, I'll be around for a minute, it looks like. He gestures towards the engine and says, Again, you're more than welcome to stay the night here. If whatever accommodations you had lined up aren't going to work out. Are you hitting on me? No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, Leia? <laughs> what are you boying? What are you boying? <laughs> yeah, he just returns to his engine work. Ronnie will clap him on the shoulder and walk out. <laughs> While this Maya, oh, Maya will smile and walk away. I'm just mm. feeling like, because she's like exercising her skills and knowing that she can provide at least some kind of, I don't know, something for the people that are happen to be around her. So, Dan, what are you doing? I was going to say when everybody walks outside or down the dock or something, you'd find Dan um, already probably like probably as soon as the ship was moored he was off and kind of like going forward and scouting sure so you're the boat is moored at the end of a big concrete pier right now that kind of is more of like an industrial receiving dock sort of mm -hmm. situation you can see a um, a couple uh, big roller doors on what looks like a sort of a like set of garages down at the end near where the um where the road starts and then um other than that the uh, surrounding area is heavily wooded um, okay. Still, fair amount of rain and fog, so it's hard to. So visibility's pretty poor, but uh, yeah, I assume Dan would kind of be sweeping the perimeter and trying to make sure just like the immediate area is secure, most likely. And uh, yeah, just make sure there's no ambush at the uh, yeah the wood line or anything like that. It's it's um as far as you can tell, uh, what's your alertness? It's pretty good, right? It's like seventy, eighty, eighty. Yeah, um, with your eighty alertness, it's pretty easy for you to ascertain that there's no immediate threats right now. Even in the okay. tree line, you're able to kind of hey. like. <laughs> I can't see your face. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah. That was perfect. Um, Move it back. <laughs> you might not even see Dan. We don't want to see it anyway. <laughs> there we go. I was going to say, you, you might not even see Dan because he's like up in the fog kind of at the end of the pier, probably where you're all going to step in on land. But you hear him yell back. Black, we're all clear up here. I would have been uh, probably walking forward with you. Because my, yeah. my intention is to find whatever little backwater in is is here and see if we can't get accommodations or at least try and find where our people are. Um, Scorpion, what are you doing? I'm going to get that briefcase uh, and while Adrian Oakley um, and Ronnie are... Not that I know Oakley's an agent, but that's just habit that's that's fine um i want to go up get that brief briefcase that uh was left for us and i want to crack it open and take a look without anybody else around okay um, are you steal just all our stuff i just want to take a look what if there's <laughs> yeah a there's there's, there? there's nothing in there <laughs> um you're you just up on the bridge right now yep okay um yeah there's no lock on it it's just kind of like a it's like a 
smallish pelican case, um, you know, like plastic snapshot, waterproof type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so you pop it open. Yep. Okay. The latches click open, kind of open it up, peer inside, and you see a uh, like an a long rectangular sleek black metal box, and then next to it is um, an electronic device that kind of looks like a phone. Okay. And then there's there's a uh, small uh, little folder with some documents tucked in next to the phone. I'm just gonna take a quick thumb through the documents good like 10 seconds do i see any photos or anything or is it all what i'm looking for is actually strangely enough what i'm looking for is anything that mentions me okay um nothing that mentions you the uh folder contains two just thumbing through this quickly um two photos of two men no names or anything just red and blue respectively are the is the only thing you can see like for for a designation um, and then uh, after that is a uh, something that kind of looks like a printout of a uh, like a reservation at a place called the Songbird Inn. Okay, I'm gonna close it, bring it with me, and go join the rest of them. Okay, you guys gathering your belongings and everything. Mm-hmm. Assuming you all got all, all your bags. Yep. Nah, leave them. No, just kidding. Okay. So as you guys are gathering on the dock, stepping off of the boat. Uh, Uncle Dickie comes up and um, says, "Hey, right, one more thing," and um, tosses a set of uh, old keys, like old-looking um, car keys, to whoever catches it. Who has the highest reflex or dex score? I guess dex times five. Reflex. Is reflex a thing? No, dex times I mean, five would be. Yeah. I've got sixty-five, but he's gonna have to be like <laughs> down the pier. <laughs> oh you, yeah, because you guys are a little ways down the pier. Yeah. He I comes jogging yeah. to catch up with you. It's fine. Yeah. What? 70. Okay, 70. Anybody beat 70? No. No. Okay. So, um, yeah, kind of like, you know, you you guys all see this, but uh, Scorpion's just the one quickest to react. Reaches up, snatches the keys out of the air. There's a... In one of those garages, you'll find an old truck. Um, It's usually the one that the uh, uh, the shopkeep uses to ferry goods up to the store. Um, it belongs to me, technically. And I don't usually loan it out, but uh, you'll direct a Leonardo DiCaprio, <laughs> whatever his name was, uh, pay a little extra for yeah. the use of that truck. So please be nice to her. She's probably one of the few remaining working vehicles on this island. One more thing, you guys. Uh, I've never been known to be a superstitious man, but he kind of like eyes the tree line. I've never set foot on this island. Just on this pier. Feels something feels off about this place. So, just be careful, right? I'll nod to him. Maya says no and runs straight into the woods. No. <laughs> he dives off the dock. <laughs> In between the dock and the boat. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uncle Dicky gives you a final nod and a wave. Hops back up the gangplank and presumably goes back to work on the engine. With that word of caution, I'll kind of, at the end of the pier, just stop and just look around before continuing. Um. So you guys are standing at the end of the pier. Just looking up. There's a, uh, a gravel road. May have been paved at some point, but over the years of neglect has kind of broken down. Um, it still looks fairly drivable, but just could definitely use some tender loving care. But uh, it disappears 
into the tree line. And as far as you know, you can't really see much beyond that. So you're standing at the end of the dock. There's the two uh, rolling shutter doors to your left and a little, like, supply building. And from the intel file and everything, do, do I, can I, like, recall if I, if it had um, the, like, size of this island? Um, just, yeah, just, and actually that was... I don't digging in anywhere but right now, but... That was um, one more thing you probably would have caught a glimpse of, Scorpion, when looking through the folders. There was what looked like a um, a uh, like a satellite image of an island. You don't I know remember... if it's this island specifically, but you could probably assume that it was. I remember you saying there was like a map. There is. Yeah. But I just wanted to know like the size of it. Um, um, I mean, you don't know that yet. Because we had been given an intel file, and I, I thought I had looked through at some point. Um, sure. In the um, first episode, I think. There was, yeah, and there's, um, I mean, what's your beer? You have a kind of a bureaucracy score, yeah, right? I do. Maya does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do. It's a forty. Okay, a forty. Um, there's like a weirdly absent amount of information about this island, even for a remote island off the coast of the U.S. Because we got like the population and everything. Population yeah, but was it at was max a, like 300, so that probably doesn't tell us a whole lot. We it know was it's small enough to be like a U.S. like a numbered. Yeah, yeah. so it's not, not like, like formally s- named. Sure, yeah. One in the um, the height of its population was like in the if I remember correctly, I think it would have been in the 60s, um, when it was like kind of a really bustling like fishing port island. Right. It was like kind of a commercial hub for fishing in the Pacific Ocean. But um, so all the information and anything in the news and any public records uh, would be from around that time. And since then, it seems to just like like there's no censuses that take place out there. The last actual population count was in the early 70s and it was like around 100 people. And like there is there hasn't been any updated information since that time. Okay, that's fine. I'll move on. I'm going to walk up to. uh... Dr. Greenwood and slap the briefcase and say, Hey, Doc, uh, looks like we got a gift here from Big Brother, man. And I'm going to hand it to him. Hand the briefcase. Wonderful. I think it's some sort of uh, communications uh, thing and a couple of files, whatnot. Fantastic. Uh, what did the files say? Oh, I didn't read them. Just look through them. Nod and say... So, hope it has some information about uh, our friends. Anyway, we should uh, look into a place to stay. Try and pose as who we're supposed to be. Yeah, there's something in here about that, so... uh, Let's get in this uh, car that Captain Kangaroo was nice enough to loan us and at least get out of the rain. Sure. Uh, hell, we got a car? Yeah. Hmm. You guys heading over to the garage? You want to drive, army boy? Oh, I don't know about that. I could take the wheel. All right. I was going to say, we got a pretty good driver among us. Here you go, Rassler. Throw his keys to you. What? Oh, you... oh, got him. <laughs> <laughs> you got a driving skill, Taro? Yeah, I got a 50. I do too, but I've been drinking. You have too, I guess. So. Yeah. Whatever. We got this. I think you drank a little <laughs> more than I did. 
I'm continued. Go. Yeah, you guys are all hammered still. That's a good point. No, not all of us. <laughs> Just me and Ronnie. I don't think I drink enough over the time to get hammered. Yeah, it's like six shots. I'm pretty. I, yeah, I was gonna say. I'm pretty sure you vocally confirmed like six to eight shots. <laughs> I think I said I did like a couple when we first went down, and then a couple when we hit the storm. Yeah, but Ronnie is an absolute unit. Yeah, I'm also big. That is true. So you guys proceed to the garage, I'm assuming. Um, padlock, one of them is, uh, one of the keys fits the padlock, and as you roll up the door, it's old creaky rusty door, you see an equally creaky old rusty uh, pickup truck. What kind of truck is it? Uh, I'm glad you asked. It's a 1954 Ford F-250. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you all going to fit in this thing? Um... It, yeah, so yeah, looking around this truck, no. doing giving it giving it a walk around. It's got fairly new tires. Um, in the back <laughs> is like this covered cargo area that um also has some flip down seats. I'll pop the hood, the hood and check it out. Okay, uh, pop in the hood. You can see this thing looks like it's been reasonably well taken care of. Um, nothing's out of sorts that you notice. It looks like it's got a new like a fairly new battery in it. Uh, you know, a fair like layer of grime is existent but it does look like somebody who knows what they've been do uh, they're doing has been taking care of this probably uncle dicky all right she's gonna run well for us i'll put it down and immediately explodes <laughs> yeah dan will ride in the bed all right yeah stick the keys in the ignition give it a turn after a few short cranks short healthy cranks the engine starts right up So, yelling? Yes, Dan is riding in the bed in the rain, in the storm. It's well, covered. It had it's a cover. Covered. Yeah, he's <laughs> Oh my bad. The, st the storm's calmed down here, a little maybe. bit too. It's still a little windy <laughs> and rainy, but it's not like torrential. And uh, even if it was an open bed, Dan would be in the back. Yeah, if there's an open seat. He's on the, the middle fucking, He's on the roof. <laughs> I forgot to mention there's also a 50 cal uh, mounted on the uh, front of the in the cab. As it, like oh, it's like yeah. a, it's basically like a technical, so you're good. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, Freddie, you were were you uh, were you popping the case open and taking a look at what was in there? Sure, I'll go through the documents of the case and I'll take a look at the phone. You can okay. sit in the front with Ronnie and I don't know. I imagine the three of us can fit in the back. Yeah, they can fit three. In the so front you can end. probably go through the documents in a nice spot in the front. Sure. Yeah, I'll yeah. do that. So in I'll the in the documents, shotgun. yeah, in the documents you see two printouts. Um, it's a uh, heavily redacted personnel files. Um, what you assume are probably the uh, Delta Green Recon team. It's one Dylan Copeland and one Stanley Meyer. And you would know. Uh, actually, I don't know if you would know that because I, I keep forgetting your guys' first mission wasn't like a sanctioned Delta Green mission. It was kind of yeah. just like a thing you all happen to find yourselves in. But what um, were the names again? Dylan Copeland. Copeland. And Stanley Meyer. And pretty much the only information that isn't redacted is their general description, along with a uh, photo of each one of their faces and their names. And then um, among those documents, there is also a uh, on nice glossy photo paper. There's a satellite imagery printout of the island, which if you guys go to roll 20, I will reveal the map. Ooh, for you. Maparoni yeah. and cheese. Boathouse. <laughs> Can I just like read Roadhouse? 
Whatever. Give me the whole map. <laughs> oh, is is it uh, is it required to get roundhouse kicked by Patrick Swayze? Absolutely. Uh, okay. God, finally. Hell yeah. <laughs> Do I have to drink every time he? Uh, someone says roadhouse or the the. What was it? It was the uh, take one the drink every time Patrick Swayze says something cool. Take two drinks every time oh, somebody that, gets kicked yeah. in the nuts or somebody pulls a knife. Yep. Take three drinks whenever somebody dies, you see tits. Finish your drink all the time. All the time. <laughs> Don't never never stop finishing your drink. <laughs> Don't stop. Drinking. So, um, oh, <laughs> drinking. <laughs> so on this, uh, on this, uh, excuse me, photo printout, um, there's a couple hand annotated, like, points of interest, um, and this, this map is not to scale, either, that you guys are looking at in Roll20, it's just a general, like, layout of the island, and definitely don't look at the buildings, assuming that they're gonna be to scale, because the island's a lot bigger than it looks, but my immersion. in comparison to the size of the buildings. Shut your goddamn mouth. <laughs> um so yeah you have that map um you guys are uh at the boathouse on the right there can i ping stuff I'm nope i'm gonna ping absolutely Makes not sense. ping yep you guys are now at the boathouse which is more of like an actual like you know shipping pier than a boathouse but uh yeah and then um behind the map there is a printout for a uh reservation confirmation from a place called um the songbird inn oh and um there's no physical address, but there's a there's a description that if you uh, drive up the hill from the uh, boathouse through or past town, take your first right, follow that road. Um, it'll be on your it'll be the first left. Okay, I'll, uh, who's driving this crazy train? I Ronnie. Okay, uh, go on up the hill. <clears throat> go on up the hill and uh, take your first left. I'll be on your left. Ronnie backs up and starts driving. She will uh, glance over at Freddy and be like, uh, how you holding up there, Freddy? You mean generally or specifically now? Specifically now. Oh. Specifically now, I'm fine. All right. You just let me know if you need anything, okay? What about you? You doing okay? Didn't like well, that boat, know. did you? <laughs> Glad we're off the boat for sure. That that was scarier well, than I pictured. <laughs> that's all right. But you doing okay? Uh, doing good. Just holding on to the fact that uh, I hope we're doing some good out here. I think we are. We're looking for a couple of missing guys, at the very least. Like, yeah. Never let's, be too uh, careful. Let's get to it, and we'll just keep watching each other's backs. Okay. Then we can take a real vacation after this. I, oh, you know, this ain't a good enough vacation for you. Absolutely I did promise not. you one. <laughs> you did. This doesn't count. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, I'm also going to look through the information and try and familiarize myself so I can photo ID them type thing. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're, you know, both kind of look like, you know, people like two guys in their mid 30s, um, short hair, pretty unremarkable features. Perfect for a Delta Green recon team. They'd blend right in. Yeah. They're like Marvel superheroes when they wear a plain baseball cap. Just yep, that's it. Blend yep. in. Disappear. Just go, just go into the... Again. Go into the... Hey, you guys see any two inconspicuous guys? <laughs> <laughs> no? Okay. 
So as you guys are rumbling up the road in your really sweet 1954 Ford F-250. <laughs> yeah. Driving this, this uh, cylinder. This thing just chugs gas. <laughs> driving this old truck. It sure makes me miss Butch. How is Butch? Oh, you know, doing good. Getting old, though. That's good. How's the how's the uh, how's the house that insurance built? <laughs> Feels a bit lonely without you there, to be honest. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I gave it to you. I'm You'll happy to it. watch it for you. You'll do it good. I like to imagine that in the club by 50 Cent is playing right now since it was the most popular <laughs> song in 2003. Did you look is that it? up? Yes, I did. The radio doesn't okay. work out here. What are yeah, you talking about? Yeah, the radio doesn't work. <laughs> the, the, radio has, hasn't, no. the radio hasn't worked in this truck since like the 70s. You think, you think Uncle Dickie doesn't have 50 Cent's new CD? <laughs> like the radio is the only updated part of this truck. It's a burn CD. It's got this and then it goes to Unwell by Matchbox 20. <laughs> you think Uncle Dickie's not a firm supporter of the G unit then you are mistaken <laughs> he is familiar with the loot with the Wu-Tang right the so Wu as you guys are rumbling up this road through the woods you kind of um start to uh approach um you start to approach a, a crest in the hill and there is a sign on the right looks like it was handmade and it just says town one mile wonder what that leads to this <laughs> thing it leads to what's the tow in like a <laughs> like a bouncy house. <laughs> a bouncy town? We're gonna bust this thing wide open. <laughs> and as you guys approach town you see a um a, an old uh You see what looks to be like an old um shit, hold on a second, where's my note? An old shit. Ugh. <laughs> an old shit right on the side of the road. Dear God. Disgusting. <laughs> Do you get out and look at it? Yeah, that's really important. Yeah, do you spot it like a like a Brendan who spots a twenty dollar bill on the side of the road when you're going like I don't know however fast we're going when you did that? That wasn't a twenty. Oh, what was it? That was a hundred. Oh, <laughs> still. Uh, nah, I don't want to get any of that uh, Montana shoe shine on me. As you're crossing the hill and kind of getting closer to town, you see a uh, police cruiser some old vehicle from like the 1960s that looks like it's kind of been hand retrofitted to look like a police cruiser but that kind of matches up from the intel you've received you know that there's no like official police presence out here there's just the town sheriff and that's kind of how it's been for a long time nice. um so yeah pulled over and he's outside on the side of the road smoking a cigarette kind of waves you you know Should not we... threateningly but he is looking like he's kind of trying to wave you down like he wants to say hey Should oh stop and ask for directions I want to roll down my window. Yeah. Yeah, I'll okay. slow down next to him. Knocking on the back window. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> Just Pop burn it. Out Peel out. It. Keep driving. Don't look him in the eye. Yeah. He can't arrest <laughs> you if you don't make eye contact. He's got no probable <laughs> cause. He's got no probable cause to pull us over. I'm, I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna put my arm out the window. I'm gonna go, sheriff. God fucking damn it. <laughs> um. Yeah, and a. Uh, the guy in a like he's got the big hat he's got a badge that doesn't really have any emblem on it he almost just looks like an old guy like almost cosplaying as <laughs> like a sheriff unwarranted search <laughs> yeah go right ahead he's wearing shorts but, uh, yeah he's actually not wearing any <laughs> pants at all 
No, he's wearing he's wearing khakis and a polo. He looks almost more like he belongs. Like he, he looks like he's seen a lot of like Western movies, and he's just sort of like trying to dress as much like a you know old timey country like Western sheriff yeah, as he that, can that with the out. with the resources available to him. And he's he's an older guy. He's kind of in his sixties. That also checks um, out. Yeah, we're in <laughs> aviators too. It's kind of dark and stormy, but of course, you know, he's not going to be seen without his aviators. And I'm um, like sink down in my seat, <laughs> try not to be noticed behind <laughs> right. Dan and Maya. Mm-hmm. In fact, Dan's got his head just like hanging out the back, like uh, a dog. <laughs> the glass of the canopy. Like, hey, sheriff! <laughs> Beautiful day, ain't it? <laughs> God, he looks back it. at you and kind of cranes his neck and says, "Can't imagine you guys have seatbelts back there, do you?" Oh, of course. Uh, no, yeah, we do. He's like, he waves. He's like, oh, I'm, just, "I'm just, I'm just kidding." Uh. <laughs> Yeah, boatman foreman radioed ahead. Said that um said he'd be bringing over some more tourists. Uh, yeah, no, glad to have you guys. What's uh what's your plan while you're out at our fine little island here? Well, actually, uh, we're here to enjoy your uh, festivities that are coming up. Uh, two of our previous, uh, well, I should say, our coworkers are already out here. Uh, he gets a look of realization on his face. So we're actually uh just heading to try and meet up with them. You don't know where they're staying, do you? Uh, you're talking about the uh, the film crew. What was his name? Um, uh, crap. What was his name? Uh, you're talking about uh, uh, Dylan and Stephen Stanley. 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 Yeah. Yeah. No. I, uh, I I was happy to receive them. Any any press on our town? There. You, you guys are making a documentary <laughs> about our harvest festival. If I understand correctly. Yeah, we're doing a small documentary with. Uh, uh, you know, different types of little towns throughout the United States that have different types of little festivities that uh that people might like to enjoy. No, say no more. That's that's fantastic. We're happy to have you. Honestly, I can I can say that on behalf of all of the uh, fine residents of Luna Bell Island here. I appreciate um, that. And you think yeah, you're getting I a have... lot of tourism right now. <laughs> you guys are the most tourism we've had in probably the past five years, and I'm not lying about that. Well, yeah. Um, so you're getting a lot right now. Yeah, we're getting like 700% more than we usually get, which is zero. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I'm saying. You think you're getting a lot right now. You wait till this thing drops. <laughs> I'm, I'm be happy to hear it. Um, I won't keep you too much longer. I just wanted to. I knew you guys were coming over. I, I, it's a storm. Are you, you you make it okay over here? I know uh, I know the Queen's right can be a, a bit of a shamble on its best of days. You yeah. got that right. <laughs> yeah. My associate here uh, didn't like the Queen's like very much. I mean, I don't. I don't think any of us really particularly liked the ride over, but it did its purpose. Hmm. Well, I assume you all are uh, probably staying at the Songbird, correct? Yeah, I believe that's correct. Is that where our associates are? Um, they were there for the first night, and I've got to say, I haven't seen them around in a while. In fact, I was hoping to, I was hoping to bend your ear a little bit about that, if you don't mind. But we don't have to do it right now. I'm not. It's not an official investigation or anything like oh, that. Okay. Um, is it, uh, is it day or is it night or? It'd be about like 4 p.m. I think at this okay. point. Well, Sheriff, uh, are you going heading back to your, or your office? Or? Yeah, I got an office in town. Um, it's pretty easy to find a little further down the road. Left brings you to town. Right will bring you on the back road that goes up into the woods. Uh, Songbird Inn's a collection of, uh, cottages that belong to a old island resident that doesn't live. She's passed away, uh, about 10 mm. years ago, but been turned into a spot for tourists um hasn't gotten a lot of use lately but it's gotcha. tucked back up the woods nice and private i think you guys will like it well why don't uh, i come find you at your sheriff's office in about oh two hours 
Sure. Uh, and then he goes and reaches up to his jacket and says, uh, don't have much in the, you know, like uh, infrastructure out here in terms of communication, but you guys have radios with you? Do I? I think we do. I think we, we said we brought radios. Right? Yeah, talkies? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we got, yeah. We, have, we have badass radios with us. Okay. Yeah, you have like, like yeah. yeah, fairly powerful. Like, I don't even know if you consider it shortwave because yeah. I think that they can go for quite a few miles. Yeah. Uh, yes, um, we do. We did bring radios with us. Oh, fantastic. And he, uh, pulls out a card and writes down his frequency and hands it to you. Says, if you need to contact me for any reason, um, sometimes the storm can kind of interfere with communications, but feel free to feel free to give me a buzz. He taps his radio. Thank you, Sheriff. I'm going to tap mine and be like, there's a good chance you'll be able to hear us, but we won't be able to hear you. I don't know, like point at the antenna on my radio. It's like pretty obvious to him that most civilians wouldn't have that kind of radio. Are you saying like you guys have encrypted like radios are just different ones that operate no, on different just, bands? Uh, not different bands. It's just kind of it, it has a way higher um, broadcast amplitude than is kind of. Technical oh, I legal. see what you're saying. It can send signals out further than his probably can. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. It's his on crack. <laughs> well, if anything, if there's any problem, I can always be found at my office in town. And please stop by anytime. Ronnie's going to lean and look past Freddy and be like, is this uh, something we need to be worried about? What? Which part? But he said that our friends haven't been seen since the first night they were there. Oh, I mean, I mean, I, I assumed that they were probably out getting some footage or something. I don't know. We like to keep an eye on, you know, I don't mean to sound weird. We like to keep an eye on, you know, tourists and stuff while we're here, but it's mostly for their own safekeeping, but it's a big island if you don't want to be found it's it's not hard to do so the only thing that i request is that uh the old strickland cannery is strictly off limits for safety reasons there was a toxic chemical leak there some years back some decades past really and uh all the grounds contaminated for safety reasons there's really no reason i can let anybody in there but feel free to go explore around the area it's pretty easy to get shots over the fence from a distance I think Tanner had something. Uh, yeah. yeah, real quick. What time is it? Uh, it's like f- between 4 and 5 p.m. Okay, so so Wes is just trying to keep track of our itinerary. Uh, yep. Dr. Greenwood is meeting about 7 p.m. with the sheriff? Yep. Okay. I'll look at the sheriff and I'll say, unless you have anything else, Tanner. No, I'm good. Okay, cool. Uh, I'll look at the sheriff and I'll say, is there anything you need from us, sheriff? Uh... Anything in particular? Anything you want to know? Oh, I mean, I'm just happy to see increased traffic on our island. It's we don't get many visitors out here. I'm just happy to see happy to see some more people taking an interest in our local culture. Yeah, absolutely. We're happy to be here. You have any doctors on island there, Sheriff? Yeah, we do. Uh, old Doctor Edward uh, Carmichael, last name. He's got a clinic uptown. It's not much, but if you need stitches or something easy like that, he can fix you up. I'm sorry. I didn't catch your name, sir. Uh, Officer Dale McCready, or Sheriff Dale McCready, rather. We, we're not much of a uh, legitimate outfit here, but just call me Sheriff. Ah, uh, Sheriff. My name's uh, Fred. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Fred. He reaches out to shake your hand. Yeah, I'll shake his hand. And uh, I'll say, well, we're going to go ahead and get tucked in. All right. Yeah, be sure to check out town. There's a... Uh, it's not, you know, not lively for nightlife, uh, you know, too much, but uh, there's there's a good time to be had if you're looking for it. Will do. He gives oh. you a wave and stomps out a cigarette and 
heads back to his car. Yeah, I'll uh, start rolling up the window with a nod. I will slowly proceed on. All right, Sheriff, I'm going to get Buckle Dean back here. Good, good maintenance. He gives you a smile. <laughs> I want to be part of the conversation, but I'd have to literally lean out the window from the back to be able to like just be like, "Hey, um, so." I mean, I like. Don't I worry like, about the logistics of how to have a conversation. That's exactly how. It. Like, <laughs> I kind I, of no, like I the mean, concept. I mean, it doesn't of, make sense, so I wouldn't do it. I kind of like the concept of my like leaning out to have a conversation, and I pull her back in, like, "Nope, you're my cover. <laughs> Don't invite him over here. <laughs> Don't you fucking dare." <laughs> sure, if you want to see my, my earring. Sure, if I hope you like lots of cocaine. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's love not cocaine. a lot of cocaine, it's only a personal amount. <laughs> it's a non, there's no intent to distribute. <laughs> no, no sharing. And by that, I mean, would you like to purchase some cocaine, Sheriff? <laughs> I shoot For, Dr. Greenwood in the back of the head, and then I nice. become deputy. Well, you know, he's yeah, he's not actually a police officer officially in any capacity, so he can't actually arrest you. He, These he's are GTA rules, where if Citizens I kill somebody arrest. at cops chasing, I get money, right? <laughs> yeah, he, he, yeah, I actually pay you. Yeah, right. Okay. So you guys drive a little bit further up the road, and you can see that there's a primary, like a like a pretty obvious left-hand turn that would lead towards some buildings in the distance, and then up the road a little bit, there is a right-hand turn that leads down a uh, dirt road. So I think he said left, and then there'll be cottages on the back. Left for town, uh, right up the hill for the uh, Songbird Inn, if that's where you guys oh, are trying well, to go. well, fuck me. Go right up the hill for Songbird <laughs> Inn, apparently. <laughs> I just ignore Freddy and keep going towards the Songbird. Just drive straight. <laughs> he said straight. You're lying. <laughs> you know what? Turn around. Get back on the Queensryche. Yeah, the drive the car back onto the Queensryche. <laughs> we'll see how that works. He did right. offer us a place to sleep at the on the boat. So you guys are heading up that, uh, you take a right onto a slightly rougher dirt road, but it's holding together even in the rain. Um, the, the old truck is still able to handle it. Um, and then up a little ways, there is a fork, um, splits off going left and right, and there's a sign that says Sogburn Ed pointing to the left. I'll turn towards the inn. All right. And, um, as, yeah, you drive further along the road, and the trees are getting a lot thicker here, and the rain has let up a little bit. Um, and the sun is kind of coming out, so, uh, you can see that, like, there's light poking through some of the trees, but it's heavily wooded back here, and even though it is the middle of the day, um, it's hard to see further than, like, you know, a hundred, like, feet into the woods, because it gets dark really quickly. But as you proceed further, um, you roll up along this, uh, driveway, and it goes up to a main house, you know, decent-sized house, cottage kind of thing, and then to the left, there is, um... It turn out that goes down to what looks like sort of a little cul-de-sac type of area, like a roundabout. And um, there's five small cottages all placed around, and they all look fairly similar in size. A little bit different floor plan on each one. Um, and then the uh, sign on the right-hand side on that bigger house says office. Here, uh, let me step in the office real quick. I'll get out of the truck as it stops and... <laughs> Head into the office with the uh, reservation paperwork. Right. And as you kind of approach the building before you even enter the front door, it uh, creaks open and a uh, older gentleman steps out. He's um, wearing a flannel tucked into a pair of Levi jeans. Uh, kind of got a pot belly sort of thing going on. Yeah. 
He's got a nice, uh, nice big wax like handlebar mustache, sort of not handlebar, but like what's the curly one? I'll kill him. Called? He's taking my style. Right. <laughs> He's got a uh, finely waxed mustache that comes off into two little curls and a uh, combed back uh, salt and pepper black hair. Says, "Oh, you must be the uh, you must be the tourist that arrived. Welcome. Uh, my name is Sebastian Collins. I'll be uh, happy to be uh, facilitating your stay." Sebastian. Sebastian. And uh, I, I'm afraid the 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 reservation when I when I spoke to the man it was a really poor connection. We don't. It's we get short windows for long wave transmission. Unfortunately, the only contact we can really have out here is uh, is through a uh, uh, long wave radio. Uh, but uh, so I didn't catch your names. Uh, you must be. Yes, uh, Mr. Collins. My name is Fred. Nice to meet you. We're uh, we're the crew that was going to be coming to assist uh, our two friends, Dylan and Stanley. Oh, you're with the film crew. Gotcha. Yes, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Well, I haven't uh, seen them around in, you know, past couple or really the past day or so. I thought that I, they'd be around more. They didn't come back to their cabin last night, though, which I thought was a little interesting. Interesting. Um, <laughs> were you might... were you supposed to meet them here? Uh, Just on the island. They're probably out still scouting some places to take some b-roll uh but uh i was hoping to check all of us in before we went out and really looked for them uh, could we get uh all checked in is that okay oh yes absolutely um you'll see on your left is all the uh, cabins you have um you've been booked for one two and three for your whole party um they were staying in four and five is uh currently closed due to water damage um here are the keys he hands you three sets of keys mm -hmm. uh, feel free to come and go as you please there's no hours there's no curfew or anything like that here uh Perfect. i'll be um this is uh this is actually my house the office is downstairs and i stay upstairs so if you need anything at all please let me know and there will be a uh, free breakfast provided in the morning i'll oh. come and leave it on your porch well thank you oh <laughs> on our um, porch <laughs> yeah uh, question, can we get a cabin for, uh, key for cabin four? I need to get in there and get some of the equipment before we head out. Oh, yes, absolutely. And, uh, he goes and says, uh, give me one moment. Yeah, And of he course. heads back into the office. Uh, and after a moment, comes back out with another set of keys, hands them to you. Thank you so was, much, sir. That Very was interesting so, of him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he doesn't really it. like, get any he, has no re he has no reason to not believe you. Yeah. You didn't give a shit. Yeah, but even then, it's like their private belongings. Ah, fuck them. I mean, he figures if you're here for No, I'm work, fine with it. Would, no, yeah. no, no, it's yeah. okay. Hey, I mean, if this whole mission doesn't work out, we could sue him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> totally. Like privacy or something like that. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing this island with us. And uh, if you need anything, please let us know. Yeah, likewise, I'll, I'll be in the office, usually in the middle of the day. If you don't find me there, just come knock on the side door. Will do. Thank you, sir. He gives you a nod, gives the wave, gives a wave over to the truck and uh, heads back inside. Ronnie waves back. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, I'll come back to the truck and I'll I'll poke my head into the passenger side and I'll say we've got three cabins. Uh, so some of us are going to have to bunk up. Take a draw of my cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> All right. To, uh... We could bunk up, Freddy. Yeah, I assumed so. But, I'm a lady, uh, so I'll take my own. <laughs> I might have to shit. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, uh, Ronnie, here. Here's cabin two. Go ahead and start putting your stuff in there. Cabins one and three are here. Uh, does 
someone want to come with me to cabin four? That's where uh, those well, two are staying. They're down the road a little bit. You want to hop in? I'll drive us over. Yeah, okay. I'll hop in. I'm going to slap my hand knuckle I'm... first to the chest of Dan and be like, looks like you're with me, soldier boy. I was like, I'm actually kidding. I trust, I trust Dan way more than I trust this new stranger. So <laughs> yeah. literally, you can't get your own place. Is, yeah. is Oh. All right. Maya. <laughs> I mean, if, if Maya and Dan want to stay to get together, that's totally fine. Like, Scorpion will... I mean, I think it's like... Ain't no party it, like Scorpion party because the Scorpion party don't stop. Scorpion painful. means cocaine. No, it's actually a lot of scorpions. Maya, oh, you no. could, there are three places, Maya, so you could have your own. You could if you'd like. Yeah. No, I know, but I think that I'll... I would uh, either would like to be alone or but actually, no, I don't think that she would. I think that Maya would want to be well among like trusted friends because this is something she's digging into and wants to be among the people sure. that she was yeah. with. So I mean, one for, sense. for brevity's sake, too, if you go check out one of the cabins, you'll see there's two twin beds and then a pull out couch in each one. Scorpion's gonna be like, so, uh... You're also welcome to stay with us. <laughs> you don't want in to our cabin, Maya. Huh? Stay with us. <laughs> I don't think Maya cares. Like, she trusts, based on what we've all been through, she'll Maya trusts, just wants to be with one of you. Um, And she's been, like, eager to get back <laughs> with you guys, because I imagine she's, like, in my history of brain like she's been trying to get in contact and you're going through therapy and you're you're like going your through your, your political career and so i imagine you guys have been kind of blowing me off because i'm in this like big conspiracy rabbit hole and then dan i'm not sure i'm sure you can sit with your family and you know the military and stuff yeah, so my... i imagine that i haven't really been able to get in contact with you guys so like she's ready to like be with you my Perfect. assistants probably blow you off as just some nut job trying to get in touch with me <laughs> Some nut job number. that works at the FBI. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Some fucking nut job calls you. Yeah, they yeah, just said I don't FBI. Know. Some crazy FBI <laughs> behavioral analysis called you. Fucker. I figured it was spam. <laughs> yeah, like she's Quantico. I don't know. Yeah, I guess that know. depends on if she says she's FBI. Well, I mean, we exchanged numbers in like in that season. Um, in pretty early in the beginning too, so it's like it, we would have each other's numbers and stuff. Uh, but it's just like she's she wants to have this relationship and has trying to sustain a relationship that probably isn't really wanted. No, uh, I, I would not have rejected a relationship. But if extension. I'm trying to talk, if Maya's trying to talk about all the trying to dive straight into the rabbit hole and you're in therapy, I can't imagine that would go over well. Oh, if she's trying to do that, I would have tried to steer the conversations towards normal things. Yeah, exactly. So there's probably not a really existing relationship since season. Okay. I see. I if see. You, yeah, you have and that's okay number, with so it's me as a player brief. and me as uh, as yeah. Maya too. I got you. So. Yeah. A lot of very okay. brief conversations. Of, oh, sorry, I got to go. Yeah, like yeah. it just kind of like yeah, it always gets a little too deep, probably. And it's like, I don't want to talk about it. But she does. So she's probably happy to be with you guys and wants to be among among you. Okay, so I'm I'm very confused. What is the sleeping arrangement? I don't I, know. <laughs> we're all well, sleeping in cabin, cabin two. two. I got yeah. fucking we're all, castle we're just all in there. scorpion. Yeah. <laughs> um and then I'm I'm I I doc oh Jesus. Doctor Greenland <laughs> is going to be uh, immediately going to cabin four, and I'm as I'm walking over there, I'll be like, if someone wants to come and uh, I don't know, back me up, 
Uh, might be a good thing. Oh yeah, I'll follow. I'm already on your dock. So, uh, how many are you guys all going to cabin four then? Yeah. Nah. No. Okay. Everybody except Scorpion. Yeah. I'm there settling in. Scor- Scorpion's <laughs> settling in. He's well, I'll, I'll, I'll note that and I'll say, Scorpion, you wanna you wanna come investigate this? If you need me, I'll come. Otherwise, oh. I'm just gonna chill. Okay. Just didn't want to exclude you. You'll no, see that me. Sounds like a scorpion thing to do. Yeah, you'll see me. Uh, <laughs> I'm really with, drunk. <laughs> you'll see me withdraw a, a, a pistol from my waistband and and a flashlight, and I'll go to the front door. Hold hold okay. on, hold on. You expecting some uh, trouble, Doc? As I'm fitting the key in, I'll look at you and I'll go. You can never be too careful, Scorpion. Not with uh, the line of work these people put us through. You'll hear the lock click. Yeah. I'm looking to the like tree lines and stuff while he's doing this. Still I am my... too. I'm, I'm definitely watching right. your back. I got my uh, Sig P229 out. I got my duffel bag at the side. I look towards the main house and I assume the guy's like, is he like looking at us through a window or anything? Making sure like <laughs> eyes are. No, you can us. actually see there's a uh, there's a distinct difference like it looks like he's intentionally drawn all the blinds in the back of the house that faces the cabins for like privacy purposes okay but I was to answer your the, question mm-hmm. at, for, at a cursory glance you don't see him like snooping or trying to pee I was under the impression we were a bit of a ways away so he wouldn't be able to really nece- necessarily be like oh he's got a gun you know what I'm it's saying? It's. Just, I mean, yeah. it's. It's a bit of a distance. He could, okay. if he was standing like looking out of a window, he could definitely see you guys like pretty. It's. I don't know. It's about like 150 feet back. Okay. Well, if feeling. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Feeling confident that the coast is clear, I'm just going to unzip my duffel, take a, my sawn-off shotgun out, and zip my duffel back up and toss it in some bushes. I knew I liked you. <laughs> I'll nod at you. I'll say, "Thank you, Scorpion." And I'll uh, wait until Scorpion comes up, and I will, with my flashlight on, I'll push the door open. And okay, I will well, lean as... towards him and whisper in his ear and say, "Do you want some cocaine?" <laughs> I brought cocaine for just such an occasion. <laughs> no, thank you though. And also a big bag of butter. <laughs> big bag of butter. It's homemade. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, uh, Fred, as you go to press the key into the lock to unlock the door, the door actually shifts a little bit as if it's unlocked and open or unlatched, but not totally, totally shut. Okay. I'm going to pu- I'm going to push it open. Okay. Are you so, going in fast and hard or slow and tactfully? Uh, is the light on or off? Um, the light is on right now, but it's a pretty dim light. If it's on, I'm going fast and hard. Okay. The light is on. So yeah, you're just going in quick. Yep. Right behind you, Doc. All right. Um, Actually, no. Ronnie's probably right behind you. I can't imagine. No, I was yeah, what's, watching. What's I was the, watching, watching the tree line. Okay. Yeah. What's the What's the breaching order for this? I'll be behind you. Yeah. Sawed off, ready. Yep. Okay. Dan's normally point man, but sawed off goes in front. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. So after a few seconds of kind of getting prepared, uh, Doctor Greenwood and Scorpion, boom bust in to the front door and after a quick look around you can assess that it's not a very big cabin it'd be hard for anybody to hide in here as far as you can tell it looks clear there's a door on your right um that's closed what are you guys doing 
It's closed? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so when we come in, is it like a little hallway and then it's like one room or, and then there's, it's a quick, closed? it's a quick little, like eight foot entryway that opens up into a bigger room, um, okay. to like a cot on either a twin bed on either side. And then like a couch in the middle and then off to the right on the right side, like on the right hand wall, um, is a, is the door that's shut. Okay. There's no other access points or anything. No, there's like a back door that goes out to like just a little um, yeah. patio. Okay. That's next to the I'll, couch. Uh, I'll, I'll point at Scorpion, I'll point at that door, and I'll I'll say, get ready. And I'm going to go to the side of the door, and I'm going to go, goosh, goosh, goosh. Is anybody in there? No answer. Ronnie is actually going to just start circling the cottage to you on the outside. Right. I'm going to do it one more time and go, goosh, goosh, goosh. Identify yourselves now. Is Maya with us? Yeah, if Ronnie's circling one way, I'll go the other. To okay. meet somewhere in the middle. Dylan, Stanley, are you in there? So, the outside team, you're both probably about <coughs> halfway from circling the house, so you're on opposite sides of the cottage at this point. Mm-hmm. And still, no answer from that door that you're banging on. Okay. Dan, outside, the wind's rustling through the trees, and you got your head on a swivel watching everybody six but it seems pretty quiet. Wait, no, I, I was not outside. No, you're not outside. Sorry, he came I was, behind I was me, just, right? I was just going in third. Yeah, yeah I was just oh, saying okay, shotgun okay. goes in front. No. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So, I'm actually, yeah. I'm posted up on this door as well right now. Okay. Aiming as well. So I'm going to, uh, I'm going to look at you, Scorpion. I'm going to nod. I'm going to look at you, Dan. I'm going to nod. I'm going to get in front of the door and I'm going to uh, rethink that. I'm going to step to the side. I'm going to try the door. Is it open? Uh, it is locked. Okay. <laughs> now I'm going to step inside the door and I'm going to go one, two, three, and I'm going to boot the door open. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, pretty easy. It's not a super, uh, actually, you know what? Why don't you go ahead and roll me yeah. a, uh, um... what do you want? I was thinking, what, power times five? Power is something. Is I want yeah. to roll. <laughs> yeah, we haven't been rolling enough. I need There's to be athletics. a little bit more. Athletics? I would argue athletics or strength times five. Probably athletics, though. So. Power, power is like your willpower. Right? willpower. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Um, yeah, give me, give me a strength times five. Why well, you got to be like that? 52 under 55. Okay. Oh, baby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so you kick right next to the right next to the handle, and the meager lock that was holding it shut gives way pretty easily behind the the, the force and the power of your mighty boot. <laughs> um, the door swings open, bangs off the wall. It's pretty small. It's a bathroom. Um, you can't quite see the whole thing without stepping in though or peeking. I'm going to step to the side and I and I'm going to do like a uh, you know you hold your pistol the closer your chest tact- and little tactical yeah. entry, yeah, a little yeah, peek a little, around, little peek around. So peak. Um, Roll the peak. Yeah, give me uh give me an alertness. <sighs> I need under a 61. That is a 43. 43? Cool. Yeah. Um as you peek in, uh you catch a glimpse of yourself in a mirror, which startles you for a second, but other than that, <laughs> you don't really see much. Um The, the Scorpion, why don't you <laughs> Scorpion and Dan, why don't you go ahead and uh, <laughs> Actually just you guys both have pretty solid alertnesses, right? No. Depends on okay, no, uh, I have a twenty alertness. I've oh, really? I thought you had a higher I'm, one. I'm <laughs> Not too alert. Yeah. I have an eighty. Okay. Um, Scorpion, you just 
uh, as you're kind of glancing around, um, you see that there is there are, like it looks like somebody's kind of been living in here. There's some bags strewn about, maybe some like a set of clothes laid out or something. Um, Dan, you see pretty much the same thing. You can tell um, one of the bags is open, and it looks like there's like a few pieces of video equipment, some lenses and such. Is there further in this room? Is there like another door or anything? No, it's just this room, a door that presumably leads out to the back patio, which is okay. pretty easy to presume because there's a it's a big glass door and then the uh, door that leads into the bathroom. So, um, Dr. Greenwood, as far as you can tell, the bathroom's clear. OK, um, I'm going to check behind the door. OK, behind the door. Still yeah. nothing. OK, as far as you can tell, especially Dan, from your training, you can tell that if that bathroom's clear, this house is probably safe. And then the uh, outside team, you're circling around, you're on the patio at this point or encroaching on it if that's where you want to be going. See anything, Maya? I'm also just kind of looking for footprints and stuff as I'm walking. Anything catches the eye. I'm going to step out of this uh, cottage and do my whistle again, thumb and forefinger. Just that sort of sharp I can't actually whistle so I can't really <laughs> that's I why I'm playing this character theater of the mind yeah yeah live out your whistle <laughs> <laughs> god I wish I could whistle loud I'd, I'd fucking do it all the time I'd be so, so it'd be fucking so obnoxious sick, dude I wish I could whistle at all yeah fair you can't just do a regular like I have a, a <laughs> three inch gap in my front teeth I can't do nothing like can't that can't use that to whistle through <laughs> I'm not trying to be a dick here. There's definitely a way you could like utilize that. I think if you like press it's too your big. tongue, really? Yeah. It's like then what about big the song where you're missing your two front teeth and you whistle through it's it? It's too big. Yeah. Not believe it or not, Latara, songs don't always tell the truth. Well, I well, you guys are that my world. hard to believe. While you guys are arguing about this, the sheriff comes up behind you and shoots Scorpion right in the back of the head. Learn <laughs> <laughs> <Word> to whistle. <laughs> Shouldn't have trusted that cop. Which I didn't. <laughs> uh, well, he wasn't a cop. He was just a white guy with a gun. So, yeah. Um, as far as you guys, for all intents and purposes, this this house is is clear. I mean, on you the haven't outside, checked under the... do we see anything? On the outside, it looks like business as usual. Um, back patio's got a couple chairs on it. I don't know if it table. makes a difference, but as we're, like, doing the full circle, I'd be switching on lights. Outside? Inside. Uh, were were uh, you I going whistled. outside? Was I Ronnie going outside? Too. I was outside. I thought you guys circling. were both circling. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay so I was sure. I thought you were doing a circle. There's no oh, really yeah. way to do a circle inside because it's so small, though. So yeah. It's a pretty small. It's a okay. small cabin, yeah. Never mind. I'm outside. Okay. Um, so, yeah, as you guys circle around at the back, uh, there's a patio with some little patio furniture and a uh, ashtray. It's got a couple stamped out cigarettes in it. So, somebody looks like somebody may have been here recently. We hear uh, the whistle and all. Try the back door. Back door's unlocked. What's up? We're clear. What's up? What's up? <laughs> I think Dan is checking out these uh, these bags with lenses and stuff in them. No, Dean, closely. I'm putting my gun away. I am not. All right. For the record. Okay. So you're checking out the bags? Yeah. Okay. Um, they yeah, have give, a, me a, give me a search. I, a search. And you'll a get, switch. like, you know, most of the basics from it no matter what, but I just want to see if you yeah, find yeah. anything extra. Or crit fail. 
16. <laughs> you start putting yeah. your own stuff in the bag. Nice. Look what I found. <laughs> <laughs> um So yeah, with that success, like obviously there's camera gear. Um, which makes sense with their cover as a film crew. You, that, you think that's pretty standard expectation for Delta Green to cover those bases and make them look like they're the they're the part. Um, regardless, though, even if you don't have a whole lot of experience uh, with film equipment, um, it doesn't look right. It, there's just like a lot of lenses and stuff, so it looks like it looks like a lot of like disproportionate amounts of different kinds of gear that were thrown together to uh, make it look like obviously somebody was trying to pretend to be a film crew. Hmm. Which, take Wait. that information with whatever, you know, context you need. It might mean something, it might not. Do they have any used film in there, Dan? I don't know yet. I, I haven't put any of it in a VCR yet, but... I mean, it looks like these guys were about as good as looking like a... or as, as good at looking like a film crew as we are. Actually, they're a little bit better. Everybody should grab a lens. Like <laughs> just it. walk around with one lens. film equipment. That's a good idea. Like a like, on that note, yeah, you can you can see that there's enough film uh, film equipment here where that would definitely be possible. There's like um yeah you know, shoulder bags for for camera cases and things like that. Scorpion's definitely doing that, putting a disguise together for everybody, sort of like just parts for everybody to carry to kind of fit that role hell yeah can i do the can i do the sound thing that big long stick with the fuzzy thing on the end of it Just tape a shotgun <laughs> to the end of it pink shorts, <laughs> then yes oh good star wars reference thanks man i was, I was hoping someone would understand <laughs> that and i was behind, a really that's real a behind deep one. the scenes yeah. a new hope it's an extra layer a new hope in the middle Boom of the mic outfit yeah. in the middle of the fucking desert filming the Tatooine <laughs> scenes. Goddamn right. It got, the, if you listen to A New Hope, you listen to uh, audio captured by a gentleman in pink, super short short shorts. Uh, they're not pink, on. they're salmon. You can actually hear it, though, if you like listen pink. really carefully. <laughs> yeah, you, you, can, shorts. You, can hear, you can hear, I have salmon shorts on. <laughs> the little shorts went like, boop, boop, boop. <laughs> um, Dan, one more thing you get, though, from your search is... um. It, it does look like this stuff is a little like haphazardly strewn about. In fact, um, kind of like gauging the room entirely, you wouldn't be surprised. It looks like somebody has kind of been rooting through stuff and searching things. Oh, that's interesting. Doc, that door was unlocked, wasn't it? Yes. Maya and Ronnie. That, that back door was unlocked? Yeah, it was. So we'll just walk right in. What about that door you kicked in, Doctor? It was locked for some reason. Yeah, this is real fucking weird. Uh, Dan's gonna walk out and check the front door, uh, see if there's any sign that somebody has damaged the lock or, you know, like maybe crowbar prints on the, uh, on the door frame, anything like that. Sure. Give I'd like to do the same to the lock on the inside, but okay. I would like to argue either a locksmith check or a forensics check. On the bathroom door? The one that uh, Dr. Greenwood kicked in, the bedroom one, yeah. right? Or is that the bathroom? It's the bathroom. That led to all the film equipment? 
No, the film equipment is all just kind of in the main room, like next to the beds and stuff. The okay. bathroom. Sure. So sure. as far as the front is door. concerned, is empty. I don't know if you guys, have, if anybody else has looked in there yet. I haven't actually searched it. I, I know there is no hostiles in the bathroom. Okay. Yeah. I'd like, I, I don't know, I'd like to search the inside, so... Just. I would like to search the equipment for any used, like, film. Yeah. Okay. Because I know, like, it's a cover, but maybe they took some pictures as part of their cover. Yeah, gotcha. Um, so we'll start with uh, we'll start with you, Dan. Front door. Um, seventy-five. Kind of how I want to do all these, all these. Yeah. What's it, what is your search? Uh, sixty, and I rolled a seventy-five. Okay. So. Um, ooh. That's fine. I mean, like, you're able to pretty... It, it's a door. You're able to pretty, like, accurately determine that it looks like it hasn't been messed with, at least too much aside from normal wear and tear. Um, but other than that, it would be, it, it would be tough. splintering apart. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, nobody has kicked it in or pried it open, it looks like. Unless they did a really good job patching it up after, which is unlikely. Man, okay. Like somebody might have had a key. Yeah. Um, it was unlocked. I know Tanner was going to look at that door inside, but I'm going to actually search the bathroom. Okay. Um, yeah, give me a search. Looking for under 60. Uh, that is an 11. Great. Nice. That's a crit success. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, you step into the bathroom. Um looking around it's, it's a pretty small bathroom uh but you get to work uh looking a little bit deeper seeing if there's anything that anybody may have like concealed or just really anything that looks out of place and um as you open the uh you know you check on in the cistern of the toilet nothing in there um the shower obviously there's nothing except for just normal toiletry supplies but then um as you uh open the medicine cabinet uh you notice that the back of the door of the medicine cabinet is like just a little loose. Hmm. Like, like the actual door. Yeah, it's like it has like a back panel. Yeah, yeah, on yeah. the other side of the door, and it looks just it just feels like a little bit. Um, pop loose. it off. Like almost like you could pop it loose if you tried. Hmm. I'll take my Leatherman and I'll pop it off. Call it back to the flagship. Cork it off really quick. Yeah, yeah cork, it cork off. off the medicine cabinet door. Yeah. Stay. <laughs> No, stay. stay. I was stay. Three seconds. So as you're shimmying, uh, you're shimmying the blade of your multi-tool, kind of around, trying to like prize this thing out of its frame. Um, Scorpion, what are you searching? Um, essentially, what I was trying to do is my, Scorpion's suspicion is that somebody. Hold on, I think my toilet's being super loud. <laughs> We've all been there. Uh, it was now peeing in it without closing the door when I'm recording audio for a podcast. Stay. Stay. <laughs> so, you. depending on if you want to hear the audio of Ayla peeing in the background of our Delta Green podcast. I can hear it when you talk. <laughs> can you? Yeah. yeah you just yell loud. louder than her pee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why do Gehrings not close the door when they pee? Okay. I mean, like, to be fair, people aren't usually recording podcasts when I'm forcefully <laughs> urinating in the toilet. Your mom I mean, doesn't to be do fair, I, I usually close the door regardless who's <laughs> home. That's weird. To be fair, when I had my to own place, I did not close the door. Well, it's your own place. Not. You didn't I actually, close the door? I, I, God damn it. Why do I have to close the door? 
I closed I the, door. the door. Why? I, I closed the door of my bathroom earlier. Because he's a sane person. Because we're recording just... a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted you guys to hear me pee. Well, thank you. <laughs> we couldn't the recording well. What the fuck mission accomplished? Okay. What Scorpion is kind of looking for is his suspicion is that somebody had searched through this room but was able to like lock or unlock this door and didn't unlock like I, I'm it. suspicious of the, the owner of this right. so I want to make sh I want to examine like did anybody come in through here and if they did did they use a key I want to look at my locksmith uh, use my locksmith ability to kind of make sure that the lock wasn't tampered with in any way that wouldn't yeah. you know what I mean no, totally, and I'm 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 on to you. Uh, give me either criminology or a locksmith check. Oh, oh, okay, criminology. Yeah, oh, especially with Dan indicating there's no like break in or like right damage, force yeah. of entry. Yeah, uh, forty eight under eighty criminology. Nice. Oh, yeah. That's that's gonna be just fine. Okay. So yeah, wow. you you kind of you like failed. I'm a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> You've um. You know, you've been adjacent to some less than reputable folks, I'm sure, in your day. I literally uh, got arrested <laughs> and served time for burglary. So yeah, nice. so you've been you've been adjacent to all those criminals in prison. Yeah. So that were yeah, I was um, innocent. No, uh, as soon as you kind of like realize, like, oh, like somebody has probably potentially broken in here and searched this place, you know all the places to check. And the first place you look is the first place that you're gonna find something that's obviously out of place. You go. And actually, I'll say after you go um, check with Dan on the front door, which looks totally fine in your opinion, uh, doesn't look like anybody's tampered with or messed with it. And as far as you can tell, nobody's picked the lock. You go to the back door and you immediately see that the latch has been taped over. Oh, what the fuck? So just to clarify, that means if somebody shuts it, the door will shut, but the latch won't actually engage. Yeah, so you could open it from any side. Yeah, yeah it'd be pretty easy to assume that you've like shut it, but... um. Who's yeah, in this but, main room by me? Uh, everybody except for um, Maya and Ronnie. Wait, but they'd be standing outside. Yeah, Maya and Did Ronnie you? are searching the main room. Oh yeah, no, yeah. sorry, you're inside. Yeah, you're inside searching uh, camera equipment. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, girls, see this? Slides the door open. And I'd say you even go a step further and you turn the little like hand lock, but you it obviously doesn't. It just engage. catches on the tape. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Would, so it, uh, it even clicks like it would have, like it sounds like it locks, but it doesn't actually lock. Would someone with a key need to do that? Can't open these sliders with a key. Granted, if you have a key, you can get in the front. Kind of negates the whole sliding back door entrance unless... I don't know. Something's fucked. Why would someone want to do that? I mean, someone who's trying to do something bad to the people inside or even if the people inside wanted to do that why it's quiet opening the front door you got to turn a latch you got to open something heavy slide this real quiet one well, probably a uh, scorpion to further elaborate this would be a good tactic if you like visited somebody's house or were able to yeah gain it's a preemptive during a normal time right? it's a preemptive thing so yeah. you can come back and you'll know that door will be unlocked later potentially most likely when nobody else is there Know what they call this in a criminal case? Premeditation. Nice. 
But the okay. motive, I think, is what's important. Why? Like, why would someone need to get in here? Well... Guess that's what we need to find out. We have the benefit of knowing this crew ain't who they were, or cl claim to be, rather. So, maybe somebody caught on. We need to check ours, too. That's a great idea. So at this point, uh, Dr. Greenwood, you've worked that panel loose and with a final little pry, it pops open. You see a small folder sitting inside. Hmm. Looks a lot like the folders that you received from Delta Green. I'm going to immediately put it into my breast pocket of my, the interior pocket of my jacket. And then, okay. uh, is there anything else in there or no? Um, throughout the rest of the bathroom, no, that was the the only thing you could find. I'll pop that back panel back on and close the the uh, um, medicine cabinet, and I'll uh, search the rest of the bathroom, find nothing. And I'll walk out and I'll kind of look at everybody and I'll say, "May have found something." Have a. Maybe it's best we don't talk about it here. Correct. Have me or Maya found anything during that time? Um, among the uh, film equipment is kind of what you guys were looking for. I was. I don't. What were you looking at, Maya? Uh, just kind of generically looking. I don't know if I was looking for anything specific. You were searching the main room, right? Just the a general like sweep. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What's your uh, What's your search? Nine sixty. Twenty-two. Is that what you rolled, or is that what your search is? That's my search because I okay. rolled to get it there. Yeah, I mean, among all the film equipment and everything, it it looks like anything that was noteworthy that um that you know the Delta Green Recon team might have needed. Um, I guess yeah. What you what you ascertain from what's here is it looks like somebody has taken uh. Like, you don't notice any shoes or anything like that. It looks like that um, whoever left has, like, left voluntarily and just not come back yet. Okay. Hmm. But no but film that's used. Oh, right. Yeah, you're looking for film. Um, no, there's the only thing that's left is just, like, more, like, accessory stuff. Um, even if they were, if they were posing as a, um, if they had left this house trying to look like a film crew, then all the stuff they would have needed has been taken with them. Well, I got nothing. We want to head back to the cottage and, and talk we need there. To, we need to check our locks and make sure our place is good, too. It is starting to get a little bit dark, too. It's around 7 p.m., let's say. Scorpion, can I uh, ask you to do what you did here and make sure our locks are secure and no weird stuff that you would know of? Yeah. Uh, I'll go uh, cabin to cabin. No problem. Uh, Appreciate it. I need a little drinky poo, though. I'm starting to get a headache. Also, uh, I think we got a date to keep there for you, Freddy. Yeah, I'll go and uh, talk to the sheriff. Uh, one thing we might debate is looking into Captain Five. Sounds so like you guys want to do a like a perimeter sweep, essentially, and just... Uh, I'd like to scan each cabin and just, just look for the same thing. Using my criminology, look for any like preemptive... Like unlocked windows, taped mm -hmm. locks, anything like that. 
Dan was trying to talk and I didn't hear anything. Huh? What happened? What? Oh, it looks like Dan was talking. I didn't hear anything. Oh. Yeah, I think I might click the wrong way to mute myself at that moment. Uh, oh. Yeah, Teddy, you, as you say this, you look over and you see Dan already leaning out the back patio looking at Cabin 5. He's going to look at you and be like, getting kind of dark. Best to do it under dark. I, I think we got the right idea here. But, uh... Getting a little dark. Yeah, I'm going to... I'm going to head wide around 5. See if I can take a peek into that back back patio door. Okay. Well, uh, like that. See if, I'll ride. see if there's any life in there. I'll ride with Freddy over to the sheriff's. Don't want yeah, to let's get alone. going. Uh, if you guys could throw our stuff in cabin two, that'd be great. Soldier boy, if you need uh, some quiet backup, I could I could be there for you, man. Wouldn't mind having an extra pair of eyes hanging out in the tree line. What's my nickname? <laughs> you got a nickname for almost everyone now. Hottie McButts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What's my Dan uh, just calls you uh, money bag. <laughs> yeah. Got wait, God. Uh, wrestler and he called it wrestler and then wrestler, soldier, soldier boy, soldier boy Doc and Hottie McButts. Yay. Hottie McButts. I'm not remembering any of those. Me either. It's for yeah. me, not you. You're gonna say Doc? I'm what? Oh, I'm gonna start calling all you, you uh, Jeff. Everybody's Call us all Scorpion. We're all Dugs. Yeah. Jeff. Um, so Scorpion, you're are you you're kind of doing a perimeter sweep of all the of all the rest of the cabins? More of an internal run through. Cool, gotcha. Okay, so um, Scorpion, you're moving through each of the cabins, and they look all like they're in pretty good order. Um, nothing stands out to you. Uh, why don't you give me another criminology roll? 29 under 80. You can say pretty definitively, it looks like four was the only one that was targeted. And that so, makes sense. That's not so even targeted that much of a stretch. with intent, yeah. Yeah, and that's not Got that it. much of a stretch of the imagination because at the time, uh, four would have been the only one that had people occupying it actively. And uh, so pan over to... Allegedly, yeah. Allegedly. Pan it over to... Um, Mr. Durgan here, you're uh, peeking your head uh, into the back patio of five. More like for now until it's properly dark, I'm going to I'm going to be doing a wide sweep like in the tree line behind that patio viewing from a little bit of a distance. Okay. Maybe, what would you say? 20 yards to the forest, like to the wood line? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll probably be sitting inside that wood line and just seeing okay. if anything moves through that glass, basically. Right. Just watching gotcha. for a while. And um, yeah, there's it's it's dark in there. There's no lights on currently. Um, all the other cabins actually are actively lit, uh, so you can kind of see inside at this point since it's getting dark, even though the lights in them are fairly dim. Um, why don't you give me uh, alertness, or I guess a, I don't know. Would you do alertness or search? You think for that? I think search. Search is probably. Different. Search is tar yeah more targeted. Alert is more of a defensive almost. I guess alertness yeah. is you're not looking for something. Sp specific though which i think makes yeah. more sense here you're just seeing if there's movement or like like a noise that came in from inside or something so yeah sure. we do search is finding things that are concealed or obscured from plain sight right i guess i kind of am looking at plain sight but i mean it's a, a good 15. argument for yeah both what's that uh it's a 15 either way okay um yeah as far as you can see there's no there's no movement it seems pretty quiet 
Honestly, I probably actually, if anything, I would argue for stealth, which would have been a 70. But yeah. I mean, 70 is pretty good for stealth if you're not like, if you're just trying to like be unseen by anybody who would happen through the area, I'd say that that's like good enough. Yeah. To see them before they candid, see you. Yeah, exactly. Get a candid view of whatever's going on here. Okay. So, um, and, uh, Freddie and Ronnie, are you heading to town? We're heading going to the, the sheriff's? sheriff's, yeah. Okay. Who's driving? I'm driving. All right. Fred, you going to look at that folder you found? Yeah. Okay. So, oh, yeah. Fred, you, you produce a uh, that folder from the inside of your jacket. Yeah, I do. So, as you open up the folder, there's two pages in there. And the first one is a handwritten uh, handwritten document. It says, uh, um, first, uh, first recon team notes. Um and uh, there's just like a couple line items with different timestamps. It looks like it was started pretty much as soon as they landed on the island with things like, you know, made contact with uh, with local sheriff, um, proceeded to uh, Songbird Inn, um, established uh, short-term HQ. And then, you know, as it further on goes through the day, it says, um, has a couple notes um, about like possible locations. And it's sort of like, it looks almost like a location scouting um, document the way that things are phrased and everything just for you know probably trying to look for some sort of plausible deniability in case it was found mm-hmm. um, and then um, the last note says uh, established a good overlook of cannery in westernmost forest southern uh, south of uh, cannery campus um, good views of cannery partial views of a state um, good location for forward operating base and then handwritten you turn the page I'm assuming oh yeah um, handwritten at the bottom of the last part of that last note is a hastily scrawled thing that says careful you're being watched and we'll see you guys next time on whispers of Lunabell Island God damn watch uh, okay, so I'm going to go to the hotel manager's house. I'm going to shoot him. <laughs> and I think I'm just going to go ahead and run down the town. We're yeah. just, you know, we're just going to go scorched earth. It's really the best, yeah. easiest I'm way to make sure that we take care the whole of fucking island. It worked in Vietnam. It's the best Nat Geo <laughs> documentary ever. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Reroll Gaming Podcast. This actual play, Whispers of Lunabelle Island, is published by arrangement with the Delta Green Partnership. The intellectual property known as Delta Green is a trademark and copyright owned by the Delta Green Partnership, who has licensed its use here. The contents of this document are copyright Zane Gehring, excepting those elements that are components of the Delta Green intellectual property. Want to follow us on social media, listen to another episode, or send us hate mail? Check out our link tree for all our info. You can find that link in the episode description. Big thanks to Tabletop Audio for producing quality RPG music and ambiance that we can use in our games. The reroll main theme and all character themes are copyright Zane Gehring. The Chronicles of Rail theme and the Frequency theme are copyright Tanner Prentice. Please consider donating to our Patreon if you liked our content. We are hell-bent on making more, and with your support, we can make a lot more. New episodes of Whispers of Lunabelle Island release every Friday at 12am Pacific Standard Time. See you then.